Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ho, ho, ho! Now I have a machine gun in sports betting, and that machine gun is my bookie. Whether you are new to online sports betting or a seasoned pro, my bookie strives to give you the absolute best online betting experience. And the good news is that my bookie is in a giving mood this holiday season. Sign up now. Make your deposit using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN and MyBookie will match you halfway to give you a head start on building your bankroll. You put in $200, you get an extra $100 to play with. Treat yourself to some extra cash in your pocket this holiday season. Support degeneracy at the same time. It's not just winter season, it is winning season. So bet, win, and get paid with MyBookie. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here and it is Tuesday. Max, what's going on? All hell, the Washington Football Club, <laughs> slayers of undefeated teams, and uh, possibly the uh, future NFC East champions. My goodness. Uh, again, I mean, we, we've been, most of us on the show, I don't know if Rich has, have been uh, happy about Alex Smith's uh, comeback. And um, yeah, amazing. Uh, uh, you know, I, I listen. I don't hold things back. There's a lot of teams in the league that I hate, and the Steelers are one of them. Big Ben's giant face just annoys me. So add the state of uh, Philadelphia, or at least Pittsburgh. I don't know. I shit on the Eagles too. Add the whole state of uh, Pennsylvania to the list of uh, you know people that don't like me. <laughs> Speaking of people that don't like you, what's going on, Sex Panther? Oh, I don't know that I don't like max max and i are almost like best friends but it's nice to recover from my lack of sleep and working the third shift and the bullshit i did sunday night but yeah like we didn't see this coming i think we talked about it saturday where the the steelers i think they're gonna maybe even lose two or three when it's all said and done but the one thing that we can get rid of is this nonsense that big ben is in the mvp candidacy so we can stop that. And just that one game might have derailed his um, comeback player of the year, and Alex Smith might have cemented that. So might have taken care of two things just right there in that one game. Rich, do you concur? No, I don't concur. But, you know, that, that game yesterday kind of reminded me when I was younger. There's the old Miller Lite commercials. They were the best. I wish Miller Lite would still make commercials like that, where they had the athletes and the comedians, and there's one – that stands out in my mind with Rodney Dangerfield and they're bowling and got all these giant NFL linemen. And they say, the score is tied. We need just one pin, Rodney, just one pin. And Rodney Dangerfield walks up all small and rolls his ball up there and he hits the middle. Think, and it takes a left turn. Nothing goes down. <laughs> well, Benny Snell is the Rodney Dangerfield of one-yard carries. Oh, my Lord. Four cracks from the one-yard line. I think he had eight carries, six yards. Yeah, I'll put that commercial up. And when you see the ball bounce off, think Benny Snell and the uh, pins as the Washington defense lineup. It's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Yeah, so what does this mean for the AFC? 
Pittsburgh's still in first place, right? AFC, the- NFC East. They just beat Seattle and Washington. They are the beasts. There you go, man. Well, there you go. Yeah. The, I mean, there's a lot of great storylines. Yeah. I, I think, uh, honestly, Washington and the Giants are teams to be feared. We've been talking to the Giants for a while now right. of, of how their metrics were showing that this is a scary fucking team. And now I think we have to put Washington in that scary fucking team category as well, where, yeah, record-wise, okay. Uh, but it, still, it also goes to show you, that preseason matters. Those four meaningless quote unquote games matter because a lot of these teams that came up to slow starts are gelling now. The the Giants offensive line is gelling as beyond gel. Their defense looks better. The the Washington team they they're protecting their quarterback. I mean, he got hit I think three sacks yesterday, which which is you know a lot for a a foot, but to to hold the Steelers to only three sacks that's amazing, right? And uh, he got hit and got bounced right back up. So whatever mental issues I I mentioned on yesterday's show that maybe Alex still has some PTSD about being hit, those are out of his head now. Dude takes a hit, bounces right back up, and and keeps plugging along. So I think the NFC East is going to be fun to watch. But if you want to talk AFC, yeah, so the Steelers still have the first seed in the AFC, but Panther alluded to it. I I don't know. I think they lose another two games. You so think I two? think uh, for real, I, uh, I mean, you, you got Buffalo who just showed up on Monday night, won their first Monday night football game this century, and their defense is starting to play much better as well. You got the Browns, who I know they're a joke, but they technically, mathematically, could still win the NFC North. I, I'm telling you, I, I think I think Pittsburgh has a rougher end of the season than than the Chiefs do. I think the Chiefs do end up with that number one seed when all said and done. Panther, you got a feel for the playoffs yet? I got a feel for the playoffs, but, um, you know, Pittsburgh, we, I've been, I don't want to say I'm hating on them, but I just, I see who they are. Their, their lack of explosion, their lack of a running game. I mean, Ben's got to throw the ball 50, 50 times. This is not a winning formula for the Steelers. I know, uh, you know, running backs don't matter is, is the mantra around here, but you have to at least have some semblance of a running game at all four teams last night didn't show much of a running game, but, but it was very much on display with the Pittsburgh Washington game. And, you know, we talk about the preseason not matter or that it mattered that they didn't have it or whatever. I'm not even sure how it would have even mattered for New York and Washington. Washington didn't get shit figured out. until Alex Smith took over a quarterback and the giants, the preseason wasn't going to help them figure out the running back situation and, and get those, um, the COVID thing just kind of is what it is with them, but they're going out there without a running back either. But both teams, as Max mentioned, both teams, I don't know if I fear them, but you at least respect them because they're playing solid football right now. They're in every game and they're winning a vast majority of them lately. Hmm. Seriously about to say something positive about Panther and then he just shit on my whole thesis statement. But the, the last like four <laughs> minutes of me talking, he just kind of like point by point just like shat on it. So I was going to say like Panther's actually been one of the, the people early on in the season that was uh, not too high up on the Steelers. Like he's, he's been calling this for a while. I think after that uh, that Baltimore game, that original Baltimore game, Panther's like, oh man, this, this Steelers team is not as, as great as a lot of people think. Uh, it took him another five weeks after that for it to be proven right. But still, you know... I, Panthers, right? Panthers age. It takes a while to get warmed up, you know, to get the. I'm really just, you know, I'm, I'm really, I wasn't shitting on you, Max. I was just kind of adding to points, but I'm really kind of, I, I'm 
not mad that I missed the show because I was so fucking dead tired yesterday. But I, I even meant to get on and, met, and post it. I was like, I'm on the potato skins. This is going to be the game. And then I didn't post it, so I'm not really going to get any credit for it. But I definitely was on Washington last night. Hmm. Sure you were. <laughs> I know a couple of people like that, Panther, that, that say, oh, yeah, I bet that game yesterday. Yeah. Uh, me, me and Lucky are really close. <laughs> We do have a game tonight. I think that's a good place to move on. We have a good play a game tonight. Dallas is going to Baltimore. Opened up Baltimore minus seven and a half. It's seven and a half at a lot of books right now. Minus eight over at my bookie, Max. To think that before this season, some of us thought that this could have been a Super Bowl preview game. But alas. Morons. Morons thought that. <laughs> the seasons for both Dallas and Baltimore have not gone as uh, expected now with the Cowboys. They're better off just letting Greg Williams make their defensive calls for the rest of the season. <laughs> Somebody makes defensive calls for them? <laughs> well, listen, I, Greg Williams should just slide right in and just make all the defensive calls. That's how their season should go the rest of the way. And the Ravens, um, I think they're going to need uh, hope that the hoodie can actually be buried for them to make the playoffs. A funny thing is, at 3-8, and eight, a win today by Dallas would still keep them in the hunt for the NFC East title. Despite their talent, I just I don't think Dallas can keep up with the surging Giants and the Washington uh, football teams. Uh, after this week, the Cowboys have a relatively lighter schedule. But if that blowout wash, uh, loss to Washington last week showed you anything, it's that Dallas should just probably just wave the white flag on the season, possibly end the Mike McCarthy experiment and just, you know, Go for the draft, really. On offense, it's easy to point the finger at losing Dak Prescott. But, I mean, I know the team was putting up a lot of scoring before he went down. I just I think that there's a lot of issues besides losing Dak. I think the offensive line is old. Rich has mentioned it before. Ezekiel Elliott has yet to find his way. He has not broken through and lived up to his contract. Uh, there's just a lot of play calling issues on Dallas as well alluding to Mike McCarthy as well. They're averaging 15 points per game over their last six games. Their best offense was against the Vikings defense, which isn't saying much. And then you flip the script to defense. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's it, they're one of the worst defenses in the league. Uh, I think uh, they, they allow, what, the, the most points per game. Uh, they're one of the worst in defending the rush. And I think that should absolutely feed into Baltimore strengths. Uh, if if the team is at full strength, if Baltimore is healthy, which it doesn't appear, appear that they are. I know Lamar Jackson is set to play, but they have 11 players on the injury report this week. They've got several players who just got removed from the COVID list yesterday. So I don't know what to think of this team. I, the league has been bending backwards to make sure that they're playing all of their games. They've got the Monday night game next week. It's whatever it takes to get the Ravens on the field, it seems. Playing last week, last Wednesday, um, getting the Tuesday game instead of the Monday game, I guess is going to help them a little bit. I just don't know what to think of the Ravens right now. And despite the Cowboys' offensive defensive issues, I think they can keep this within eight points of the Cowboys tonight, uh, of, of the Ravens tonight. So I will bet the Cowboys here. I will take those points and I will bet Dallas. Well, Max covered a lot of ground. I mean, you don't, we don't really have to talk much about Dallas because now we're just regurgitating the same shit every week. They suck. McCarthy sucks. Zeke sucks. The line sucks. The defense sucks. We get it. They suck. 
Baltimore has been really bad for losing four of their last five. But when you look at it, it's been against playoff competition. And I'll even throw New England in there, who's been playing really well the last month. Um, you know, Pittsburgh twice, Tennessee, Indianapolis, New England. Those that's been their last opponents. Dallas doesn't fall in that category. As we mentioned, they suck. Uh, the, the only thing that they've had done right was beat the Minnesota. I mean, that's more of an indictment on the Vikings than I'm going to give Cowboys any credit for it. Um, th- this is just a game that Baltimore, even with all the COVID issues, losing a day of practice or you know, whatever you want to say about that, um, they've got the better team. The only thing that gives me caution is, one, the movement of the line. The line's moved quite a bit in the last 24 hours. And two, even though this has nothing to do with nothing, only three home teams won all weekend. All the road teams are, are winning. Um, this is one of those where I think Baltimore takes care of business. I'm a little, little scared of the seven and a half, eight point line. So I'm only going to lean the Ravens. I'm not afraid of the seven and a half point line. The Cowboys are pretty bad. The Ravens need to win this game. Their offensive line for the Cowboys is going to be even in worse situation than normal. Zach Martin is out. You have, I don't, I mean, you can give off the Cowboys a month. I know they haven't played since Thanksgiving, and people are probably looking at what what Washington did with Baltimore, uh, with um, Pittsburgh yesterday. I don't see the same kind of effort out of the Cowboys. I think Lamar comes back against that defense, gets back on track, and they're covering by halftime. I'm going to bet the Baltimore Ravens. You are going to bet them. Okay. Mark it down. All right. Yeah. Panthers, right. It was like eight and a half, I think it was. And it dropped to seven and a half almost immediately. It looked like one bet came in and just dropped it a full point. So somebody like that Dallas eight and a half line. Um, I'm going to lean Dallas here. I want to bet Dallas, but I, I still remember betting Dallas earlier in the season and what that was like. Um, yeah, I don't like these guys at all. So just a lean for me on this one. Uh, 45, is that right? 45, yeah, that's your total. You mentioned that the line dropped after a big bet came in. I guess I guess I shouldn't have. Uh, that was you. Mortgage. That was you, fucker. You're supposed to tell me on, on the Cowboys. Uh, listen, uh, I'm leaning the over here. I got this going to 50. I do think uh, Ravens 28, Cowboys 22 does get this on the over. I'm not super confident in that uh, Ravens team that they've just been iffy. I know that they can score against the Cowboys, but even so, who knows what the hell they're going to do this week? And me banking on the Cowboys scoring over 20 points when I think they've done that once over their last six games uh, <laughs> uh, might not be uh, super uh, optimistic. But yeah, I think, uh, again, if, if, if I have Baltimore only winning by 6.7 points here so I can get this uh, spread win, I, I guess Cowboys do need to score 20. So wow. that's a double fallacy here. I will lean the over. I think it's probably close to a 10 point win for Baltimore, but with the line that Vegas has given us, you're, you're looking at something like 27 to 18 in that ballpark. And I just, I just don't know that Dallas will really do their part to get the 18. This is a real good chance for Baltimore to shore up their defense, get things right. And they, they're going to run. They're going to run a lot, whether it's Lamar or the three headed running backs. Um, they, they're going to run that eats up a lot of clock. Uh, so I kind of I'm gonna lean the under here. I have Baltimore winning 33 to 17. They are gonna run all over them and they're gonna end up in the end zone because that defense can't stop anything. 
and the offense is really not going to be able to do anything. Maybe get some garbage points late. I'm going to uh, bet the over. You're going to bet the over? Mm-hmm. Shoot. Okay. Square sucker, home theme, yeah. yeah uh, and the over. There yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Square sucker. Talk me up. I'm going to lean the over here. Man. Now I'm going to bet it. I'm going to bet it. I'm going to do that. I just, yeah. <laughs> One of my factors is uh, looking over here to my right, seeing what Rich does on his total bets, and that makes me want to lean it. But now I'm going to bet the over. Rich, I'll go over the cliff with you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. All right. Max, if I wanted to lose my overbet, where would I go? You're going to go over the cliff. You might, might as well go over the cliff with Rich over at my bookie. With the Christmas holidays right around the corner, my bookie has been in the giving mood. A $250 risk-free bet on Thanksgiving, boosted odds, free bets every hour on Black Friday, and they continue to give away more freebies on Cyber Monday. For a sports book that is supposed to be in the business of making money, they were giving it away. That is just one of the reasons why I've been rolling with my bookie this season. Fact is, if you're going to bet on NFL games, you want to do it at my bookie because you deserve to bet with the best. Make your deposit using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. They'll match you halfway to give you a head start on building your bankroll. So you put in 200, you get an extra hundred dollars to play with. Joining and depositing is a simple process. It's quick, but more importantly, when it's time to get paid, that's even quicker. Treat yourself to some extra cash in your pocket this holiday season. Support degeneracy at the same time. Not just winter season, it is winning season. So bet, win, and get paid with my bookie. And I, we got some early lines too, man. We're going to bet some early lines at my bookie. I bet you that. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, one more note on Dallas I forgot to bring up. We need Baltimore to score 30 points. We need Dallas. I mean, they're, they're cruising towards the history books. If they can keep allowing those around 30 points a game, worst defense in the NFL ever for points allowed. So keep your fingers crossed tonight, everybody. 30 points, Baltimore. We need that. All right, Max, what's jumping out at you early lines for week 14? We've got two games. First one I want to circle is Minnesota at Tampa Bay. What, what you got there? Tampa Bay minus six and a half? Minus six and a half. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Pretty important game for both teams. Uh, Tampa Bay's lost two in a row, only sits a game ahead of the Vikings in the playoff bracket. Uh, Minnesota coming off that narrow win over the Jaguars, but their offense is humming right now. Kirk and crew get a chance to throw on Tampa Bay's pass defense, and that pass defense has gotten worse week by week this season. Bucks completely stopped the run. We know that. But if there's a running back that could find a way through that, It'll probably be Dalvin Cook. Uh, there continues to be murmurs about Bruce Arians' discontent with Tom Brady at quarterback, and I'm sure the feeling is probably a bit mutual. As if you look at Brady's stats, his interceptions are way up this season as a result of Arians' play calling. In fact, look at the quarterbacks under 
Arians guidance, Andrew Luck, Carson Palmer, Jameis Winston, all saw career highs for interceptions when he was coaching them. So it, it doesn't help that the Bucks have seemingly just abandoned the run this year. They rank sixth worst in the league in yards rushing per game. We know the Bucks have talent, but they've yet to show us that they are a team to be feared. And with a 3-3 three and three record at home, they are beatable this week by the Vikings. Am I betting a money line? No fucking way. I will take the six and a half here, but I love the Vikings getting those points. Oh, I love the Vikings getting the points. And, you know, we can beat up on Tampa Bay, but we've got to look at Minnesota, who's won four or five. And, you know, Kirk Cousins has been playing remarkably well, reduced the turnovers. Dalvin Cook's running great. And, you know, Jefferson has stepped in flawlessly for Stephon Diggs. Um, defense is a problem for the Vikings. They still can't get out of their own way on the defensive side. But I'm in complete agreement with Max. I think this is a game-ending field goal type situation. Could go either way. I wouldn't fault somebody for money line in the Vikings. This is one of those where there's enough value, enough points, but um, I, this get, this line at six and a half is going to get much lower. I can see this getting down to, to four and a half or five. So like Max, I will jump on the Vikings right now. In that winning streak, they've had one, I would say, good win. And that was when they came off the bye and they got Green Bay. After that, they beat Detroit, Chicago, who ha- can't win. The Cowboys, they lost to, which is a, a scary proposition. Carolina and Jacksonville, who they barely beat. Um, I don't know. I think Tampa Bay at home is probably the better squad. To get them out of the dome, they've had time to get prepared. They'll hold Dalvin Cook in order. And at some point, Kirk Cousins will do Kirk Cousins things and throw some interceptions when the game is on the line. I'm not so confident Minnesota will cover that. I, I'm kind of leaning towards Minnesota in this one right now. Six and a half seems very doable. Uh, Minnesota's path to victory is pretty clear. Get down early and just throw. Throw, baby. Throw, 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 throw. And then get back into the game and win. <laughs> like that's, that's, that's their path. They need, to, they need to be down 14 nothing after the first quarter so they can just go nuts. What else do you like, Max? More that I circled, and that is Tennessee at Jacksonville. Tennessee minus seven and a half. I saw this earlier. The baffling season that has been the Tennessee Titans will continue this week as they're going to try to bounce back from that home loss to the Browns. Uh, Titans are actually a better road team, four and one, than they are as a home team, four and three. Uh, They're heading to Jacksonville, where the Jaguars, uh, we just mentioned, came close to beating the Vikings last week. And I think it was a wake up call for Jacksonville. I think almost beating the Titans, almost beating the Vikings last week was an absolute wake up call that they cannot afford to win any more games after seeing the depths the Jets will go in order to lose. I think that's going to motivate Jacksonville management even more to do something extreme. I mean, they're already jettisoned their GM. So maybe it's the head coach is next for keeping games close. But in all seriousness, I, I do expect the Titans to show up this week. Uh, Derek Henry is going to have a bounce back game. Jacksonville is third last in the league in yards rushing allowed per game. Uh, last in total yards allowed per game at 416. So I I like Tennessee here. I'm also eyeing up the over in this one. Both teams just give up a lot of points. And while I know Jacksonville's offense has been on a down slope recently, I think playing a subpar Titans defense should help them out as well. So I like Tennessee to cover this one, and I'm liking the over. 
Yeah, something somebody didn't give the Jacksonville players the memo on this whole tanking thing because they're they're dangerously close to winning a bunch of games. I mean, except for the Pittsburgh game three weeks ago, they're in every game. Two points, four points, two points, overtime, three points. They're in every game. Um, I love Tennessee. I think Dalvin Cook goes nuts. Uh, Tannehill's been playing really well. They're starting to actually know who these wide receivers are in Cook and Davis, but. Um, it's too many points. Jacksonville just doesn't, they're not getting blown out by anybody. So Tennessee being as bipolar as they are, I do think they win. But once again, I think Jacksonville keeps it close. So I'm, I'm looking at Jacksonville here. These two teams, when they get together, tend to do one thing, two things. They score a lot of points and the winner tends to win big. You know, for me, I'm a style make fights guy. As, as Max mentioned early on, Tennessee is good at running the ball and Jacksonville is not good at running the ball. This will be the Derrick Henry show, and I agree with Max. I think this game goes over and it's likely that Tennessee covers. All right, gotcha. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely leaning Tennessee in this one. I think that I just don't see that Jacksonville can keep up with them. And I've been on Jacksonville for the last several weeks. I think this is the game where they probably – probably don't look as good, don't look as sharp, and Tennessee comes out and really thumps them. I'm definitely leaning towards Tennessee right now, no doubt. All right, Max, is that it for you? Those are my only two, but just to clarify something that Rich said, I think he meant to say that Jacksonville cannot defend against the run. Uh, Jacksonville can actually run the ball. Uh, They've got a a pretty solid running back there. I think what Rich meant to say was they can't defend against the run. Yeah, they can't defend the run. They can probably run a little bit, but, you know, it's the old man in me. (laughs) Panther, what's jumping out at you? Anything? We got a playoff game this week. Uh, Colts at the Raiders. Um, This is about as big as it gets this late in the year. Raiders, um, you know, did Raider things. Lost that game. I don't care what anybody says. They lost that game. (laughs) Um, And and that's an indictment of what I've been saying. Like, I just cannot be convinced that this is a good team. This is a playoff team. And now they're going to go in and take on the Colts, who – as Max and I have been kind of beating up on their defense, their offense has still been shining. Rivers is actually having a pretty good year. The running game broke out much better this past week, um, but only three points. I think the Colts can take care of it here. I'm, I'm liking the Colts at home against the Raiders. Or, I'm sorry, at Las Vegas. At yeah, Las Vegas, yeah. yeah, I was about to say, I mean, Las Vegas doesn't, doesn't really play great at home, right? I mean, uh, this this Vegas has not been a friendly home to this team just yet. I I, I got this close, man. I got this really close. I, I'm really, I'm looking at the my my early metrics right now. I have this even. Like, I have, the, I have this as a pick em, so... Um, I probably lean Vegas at this point in time, get, getting those points uh, at home, uh, getting three points. I, I know, yeah, Vegas should have lost that game, but I don't know, the Jets Jets are a better team than 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 we know. And uh, I, I, in all seriousness, no, they're not. No, no, no. In all seriousness, if you look at the Jets' last few games, they they've been winning their last few games, and they lost on purpose. I mean, they should have beaten the Patriots, right? They should have won this week. The Jets should be a three-win team, and and they're they're just losing on purpose. Uh, but also, you know, I, I think I think Vegas shows up this week and loses by one. <laughs> when you look at this this matchup, the Indianapolis offense 
is better than the Las Vegas defense and the Indianapolis defense, maybe as hocus pocus as it is, uh, is probably better than the Las Vegas offense. You add the two up. I think the uh, Colts win by a field goal at the end in cover. So I'm, I'm leaning the Colts here. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably going to end up leaning the Raiders here. Yeah. It's looks to me like this is going to be a razor thin game. I'm not even sure who's going to win the game. Honest to God. So I'll probably end up leaning Las Vegas. Hopefully it gets a little bit bigger. Uh, two and a half. <laughs> I don't like that at all. What else you got, Panther? Uh, we're going to look at the uh, Texans going to Chicago. Um, God, man, Chicago. I, I, they're the only team that I actually said had what I would consider a reliable defense. And then they let Matt Stafford and Detroit just shred them to pieces. That was embarrassing. Um, and now Houston with Deshaun Watson, who's been playing remarkably well uh, since the firing of Bill O'Brien, comes to town. The line is doable. I, well, I got Houston minus two and a half here. Um, I think Houston, just, just because of the upside on their offense, like the Bears just really don't have an upside on their offense other than the fact that Texans defense isn't very good. But I, I can see this as a back-and-forth game, but I, I like Houston here that they can cover the two-and-a-half. I think Arch can probably get you two. Maybe, maybe even one-and-a-half. Maybe one-and-a-half, right? Yeah. Take yeah. that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm definitely leaning Houston here. I, I do have them winning this one probably by two or three points. So I, I do think that they could cover one and a half to even two and a half if we want to. Um, Chicago, Chicago, yeah. Chicago's defense is just not been stellar the last few weeks. Right. I, I'm trying to remember who, who else uh, got to them. Green Rogers also shredded them. So, I mean, this is, you know, this is a defense a team that is surrounded, uh, depends on their defense. And if their defense isn't showing up, then there's no way that they can win games. So I, I'll lean Houston with you. I think that's uh, probably the right play. Rich? Yeah, the mouse isn't going where I want it to go right now. It's darting across the different <laughs> screens. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I think Houston has played much better, but I, I'm not so confident in them either. They They made a lot of mistakes in the last game against Indianapolis. I think the Bears will get some pressure on – uh, on um, Deshaun Watson, yeah, I don't know. I, that's probably a game I'm going to avoid. But I think the outdoor in the cold, Houston might be a tough spot for them against Chicago. I'll probably lean the Bears. Mm. Yeah, I'm probably going to lean Houston. I don't know that I like this game though to bet it. We'll see where it ends up. But man, this is Houston either wins just barely or blows the doors off them, and I'm not sure which one. I'm not sure which one's going to happen. So I might end up being a dumb push come Saturday. Panther, what else you got? That's it. I'll see what Rich has got. All right. Got to learn how to control this mouse. Um, the Cowboys at Cincinnati, uh, the line is, from what I see, the Cowboys are laying three and a half. Yeah. Can the Cowboys beat anybody by three and a half? Mm. Let alone on the road? I think Cincinnati's probably the better team. They stay in a lot of their games, even though they're losing them. And this is really a battle maybe for the second or third pick. So which team wants it more? Uh, I think the Cincinnati already has their quarterback. The Cowboys might be thinking about one. I think Cincinnati wins this game perhaps outright. I, I might even think about money lining them. Man, I, I got to see what happens in tonight's game and see what Dallas team shows up and then you know plug in those final 
metrics for the week because that's that's the one the two teams <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for the final metrics on i kind of have like an asterisk on on holding off but as it stands right now yeah i, I have dallas beating the hell out of cincinnati this week <laughs> so uh i i really need to see what happens tonight and and how that's going to skew things possibly downward for for dallas but I don't know, man. I, I, I think I think Cincinnati is uh, motivated to lose as many games as possible, possibly next year, too, if Burrow's not back. Uh, just just keep stocking up on uh, talent for when Burrow eventually does return. Whereas the Cowboys, if they manage to win tonight, which it's a big if, I know that. If they manage to win tonight, then Jerry Jones is still eyeing up that extra game, that extra revenue in the playoffs. Uh, sorry, Rich, I don't, I don't think he's going to tank. Well, if the Cowboys win tonight, I mean, you really have to start watching them because their final four games are against teams with all losing records. I think the best one they play is is uh, San Francisco. But as for this game, Cincinnati, I think they have the better talent, but you can't tell. Um, Giova Bernard is doing absolutely nothing running the ball. They get no running game um, since they lost Joe Mixon. The offensive line still gives up a ton of sacks. Uh, the offense just is not the same. The most points they've scored since Joe Burrow went down is 17 points against the Giants. They've lost four straight, three of those in single digits. Uh, I would love to think that the Bengals could win this outright, but I'm not seeing anything out of that offense that suggests that. So I'm probably leaning the Cowboys here. I'm leaning Cincinnati right now. Like Max, I kind of want to wait and see what happens tonight before, you know, before I really lay my bet. But man, it's going to be hard pressed not to like Cincinnati at least a little bit, just a little bit. If Dallas loses tonight, this isn't even a game I would want to touch. It's going to be like, the Jets versus Jacksonville kind of thing, just like trying to lose. Jacksonville. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, 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 it's two teams that would, would be fighting for a higher draft pick. If Because da- Dallas loses tonight, they're pretty much done. They're two games behind Washington and New York, so they really have nothing left to play for. I, I do got to say, Arch, you really do have to look at your metrics when it comes to Cincinnati and, and, and seeing – the before and after Joe Burrow factor. Oh, it, it definitely changes. No doubt. I mean, it, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's it. I mean, they're down to what? 11 points per game without yeah, it's Burrow. Pretty bad. Yeah, it, it's it's a huge drop. It's a it's a big drop. Yeah, there's no doubt. But Dallas, Dallas. I mean, I, I, I need to see what I, I still can't quite figure out Dallas. They look like the absolute worst team you've ever seen or they're not the worst team you've ever seen they're bad it's just it's an interesting it's an interesting uh look with dallas all right rich you got anything else well i think new orleans and philadelphia whether it's carson wentz or jalen hurts i don't think the philadelphia offense is going to do much against that defense new orleans is still playing for a bye in the first week um well maybe maybe not i don't know but I would expect that you're going to see New Orleans come in and just smash them. You got Jalen Hurts, who would be making his first start. Rookies make a lot of mistakes. And then you got Carson Wentz, who's not a rookie, but still makes a lot of mistakes. I would expect whoever plays quarterback to turn the ball over quite a bit in that game and New Orleans to to win in a laugher. Yeah, I mean, I, I have them winning by double digits for sure. I think w- one of my uh, question marks is quarterback situation on both sides, which m- makes me a little – iffy you know uh because they're talking about breeze might return as soon as this week and is that rushing him back is that you know is it going to be rusty like what, what's that going to look like uh, uh Hill is not necessarily a world beater but he had a very solid game 
I would like to know what's going on in this game with both quarterbacks before I start laying money on it. But early on, yeah, it, it looks like uh, New Orleans should cover this one. Yeah, New Orleans should cover this one regardless of the quarterback thing. I, I think the only reason that they would bring Breeze back, and he, he would have to be you know 90%, he'd have to be right there, right, is because you're looking at the week forward when they take on the Chiefs. And that's a measuring stick. I think they want to know where they stand in case they were to see the Chiefs again uh, in early February. Um, so that's the that would be the incentive, I think, for bringing Breeze back is to have a is just to have him get the arm out there, get hit a few times, and just knock the rust off from being out for the for the last month or so. So regardless if it's Breeze or Hill. Um, the the Eagles are just trash. I, there's such a wreck at the quarterback position, offensive line, everything about the Eagles. I don't know how you can bet them. I mean, shit, they, the Cowboys made the Eagles look good, and that's about the only team they can beat. It's, it's bad. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all over the Saints here. Yeah, I, I'm definitely thinking about leaning the Saints. Um, if, if they announce Breeze is back, expect this. It's not going to be seven, is it? It's going to go up. No, probably nine. Probably yeah, jump a couple points. Jump up. Do you want Breeze to come back? Taysom's undefeated. 3-0, baby. I think if it wasn't for that Chiefs game, I don't think he comes back this yeah. week. I, I think it has everything to do with him just getting that playing time leading up to the Kansas City game. That's a, it's a huge game for them, A, for, for still trying to maintain the number one seed in the NFC, um, and two, like I said, um, you get an opportunity to play the Chiefs and you're one of these so-called Super Bowl candidates, you want to see how you measure up against them. Mm. You know, Taysom Hill, undefeated. Teddy Bridgewater, last season, undefeated. Just saying. <laughs> Sean, you're, you're, saying you're, you're, you're saying that the, the Saints defense and running game is really fucking good. Really good. No matter who you put uh, quarterback in. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, boy. Long show. Let's let's put a pin in it. Let's wrap this up, Max. We did all the NFL game. Well, not all. But we did uh, early lines and the game tonight, but that is it. That is it. Hey, support Degeneracy by buying our T-shirts. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Go to the DGen shop, buy the T-shirts, buy the hats, buy the coffee mugs, whatever you can do to help us keep the lights on around here. Make sure to download the DGen's app for Android iOS. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. You can listen to us on that app or on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Pod, Amazon Podcast, Google Pod, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Podtale, and iHeartRadio. No matter where you listen to that, please, highest rating, come subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Rich, final words. Final words, Garcia LB, you're right. I am the man, especially when it comes to football, not football. There's a lot of football today in the Champions League. In fact, there's a, a you know a, a matchup between two of the current greats, or at least this era's greats, between Lionel Messi and Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, it's a game if you want to watch. It's a good one. Barcelona versus Juventus. Uh, I'll have a Champions League parlay on the site, but you're going to have to come and register to get it. And it's worth registering. Yesterday, I gave you Southampton, which was a plus 185. So make sure you tell your friends about us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, however it is you communicate. Panther, uh, you didn't give anybody plus 185 yesterday. You gave yourself the day off. So welcome back and take us home. I don't know if it was a day off. I just had to work really, really early in the morning. Day off from here. I missed it. I missed you guys. I missed doing the wrap up and and uh, doing all this. I, I really enjoy doing this show with you guys. Um, but what I love even more is talking to our DGens on the app. Get on there in the social degeneracy and, and post shit. Tag us. Uh, ask us questions. Tell us how stupid we are. Tell us how great we are. I don't know. But just interact with us. Tell your friends. 
Um, let us know what you did over the weekend and, and yesterday and what you're going to do tonight. And when it's all said and done, kids, let's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.